When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together. We are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're out here half an hour early, mainly because we got the Champions Classic. Should be an out-of-sight double matchup having the United Center, Chicago, Illinois. Cubs begins at 6.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. In the first game, you got number 9 Duke taking on number 10 Michigan State. And in the second game, number 17 Kentucky taking on number 1 Kansas. Let's talk about that a little bit more as we get you ready for college basketball with a BOS brother to show. He is Bob Valvano, ESPN College Basketball Analyst. Hit him on Twitter at ESPN V Show. And Bob, I laid out the matchup should be two out-of-side games. What has you the most excited to see in tonight's Champions Classic? Tell you guys, you know, I love listening to you. I never know what would come out of Harry's mouth. Uh, <laughs> you guys talk about soccer, if that's what you talk Even darts. Talk about darts. I'd like to hear that. That would be good. <laughs> guys, it, 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 it's great to be with you. This, is, this, this event lives up to the hype, man. I mean, these are four teams you wouldn't be surprised to see any of them get to the final four um the great part is no disrespect harry it's not college football nobody's getting eliminated tonight i mean it matters if you win or lose but it's not eliminating anybody so you don't have to be afraid about going out there and taking on good competition and that's what you'll see tonight i mean it's hard to get much of a gauge for kansas yet they haven't really been tested at all you know and so um, you know, you, you, you really want to see them against good competition, and I think that's a, almost to a man, that's what every coach said in our pregame interviews. It's like, well, I want to get answers from so-and-so or about this part of what we're going to do. I mean, for example, Kansas, you know, all they talked about in the, in, the, in the preseason was, well, we think we have all the components, but I just don't know if we shoot it. I just don't know if we shoot it. And then they come out starting the season making 11 and a half threes wow. a game in their first two games, shooting 62% and scoring 99 points in both games. So but, but, you know, Bill Self told us, you know, well, you know that happens. A, a 200-hitter in baseball has a day where he gets four hits somewhere in his career, and we got to find out who we really are and if we can do it against a higher level of competition. So everybody's looking for answers. But from a spectator's point of view, if you don't like this, you just don't like college basketball. And, Bob, I want to ask you about the first matchup when you look at number 9 Duke versus number 18 Michigan State. Both of these teams coming into this matchup with one loss. Duke lost to Arizona. Michigan State lost to James Madison. What did you think Tom Izzo learned about his team in that loss and also John Shire about his team in the loss to Arizona? Well, start with Shire because they played an Arizona team that came in and manhandled them a little mm-hmm. bit. Yep. And that's going to be a concern of his. He said that to us that – you know, it, it, it's it's very much a concern. They, they the other team right now in their two games they played is averaging 12 made free throws a game. They're only making nine, and they're getting out rebounded. They're getting out rebounded by four rebounds a game. So, I mean, you know, that is something that he's very concerned about. And he said that's one of those things you can't just they can't solve it by 
kind of going to a Moses Malone guy on the roster and said, okay, you know, we really need you. He said, we got to do it by committee. That's just the way we're going to have to play, and they all have to understand it. They have to buy into it. So that's what he's looking for out of his team. Uh, you know, Izzo, I think, you know, it's one of those things that early in the year you just don't know how good everybody is, and he said he was surprised. You know, not in a, you got to be careful how he said it. It's not surprised in the sense that James Madison right. could have good players, but that they had men. I mean, they had guys that were in there flexing their muscles at his guys, and so he was. Uh, he was. I think they got knocked on their heels a little bit, but then they came out in their second game and they, uh, you know, they got back to business doing what they do. His team is defined by three words: defend, rebound, run. That's what they want to do every game, and they were able to do it. But they still, guys, they, they're shooting six percent. Six, wow. zero six wow. from behind the three-point line. Jeez. They they can't make a shot, and and that was not, of all the coaches. That's the irony. All the other three guys were talking about. I don't know if we can shoot it. I don't know if we can shoot it. And they've all come out shooting it great. Michigan State. He never talked about that because he has two guys back from last year that shot over forty percent from the three-point line. Tyson Walker and uh, Jade Nakins. He was so he wasn't really worried about it. And they've come out and just can't throw it in the ocean. So he wants. And now they get you know a higher level of competition. So that's what he wants to see out of his team tonight. Yeah, when you talk about a Tom Enzo-led uh, basketball team, you're always going to have that defensive presence that's going to be there. So that leads me to ask you this about Duke. When you have a point guard like Jeremy Roach, and I love great mm -hmm. point guard play, how valuable is it to have a veteran point guard like him tonight in this matchup? Well, it, it, it is, and it also helps that, you know, they can move him around a little bit. Tyrese Proctor can, you know, they can move Roach off the ball if they want to do that. Uh, and then Pro let Proctor go to the point. They both are, in fact, Proctor is actually in the first two games is leading them in assists. He has more than Roach does, but, but Roach can... Uh, can score the ball, and they want him to. They want him to. Uh, John Shire said to him coming into the year this year that, you know, we know you can facilitate. you got to look for your shot a little bit. And so he's he's uh, averaging 15 points in the first two games. But they, they have good versatility. But, you know, it, it, it starts, there's no question, with this team with Kyle Filipowski. I mean, the guy is the preseason player of the year in the ACC. He's averaging 25 points and over seven rebounds per the first two games. And he can do everything. He can go outside and he can shoot the three. I mean, he's shooting the ball well. He's a terrific rebounder. Um, you know, so it, everything goes through him. But your point is well taken. It, college basketball still remains a guards game. You still have to have really good guards. And, uh, you know, and he needs those guys in the backcourt to play well. And he also, you know what else he needs? Harry, and he said this to us. He has, he has to bring. He has, everybody knows what good freshmen they brought in Duke. They mm -hmm. brought in such a good recruiting class, but he's, you know, they're still freshmen, and he, he's trying to bring them along. But his two of his first three games are going to be Arizona and Michigan State. You know, it's not easy to ease them into the lineup. Right. So he's trying to figure out how he can get them more reps, meaningful reps. And, uh, you know, the term that Bill Self used is, you know, you, you know they, they've got to play when the, the, the lights go on. He said, but when the really bright lights go on, that's what you want to find out, whether they're still going to be able to perform. And that's what Shire's trying to find out with his freshman. Signing a bright light in the Champions Classic. The United Center, Chicago, Illinois, Duke taking on Michigan State and Kansas, Dallas, Kentucky on ESPN Radio. That happens at 6.30 Eastern time. Bob Valvano will be on the call for that game. The ESPN College basketball analyst. He joins us here on Freddie and Harry. When it comes to 
because we know the transfer portal, that is the deal, not just in college football but in college basketball. And Hunter Dickinson, he was that bell of the ball that everybody wanted, the Michigan transfer. Now he's with the Kansas Jayhawks. What has it been like seeing him go from a team that played around the big man to a now team that has shooters, and now the big man can be kind of one out, four in, one in, four out when it comes to Kansas basketball? Yeah, except if you, you're right, Freddie, you're, you're absolutely right. Except if you talk to Bill Self, he'll tell you, and I, you, I think you'll see it tonight. He said, we still have got to play inside to out. That's kind of who he is at his core. And with Dickinson there, they'd be crazy not to do that. So they still will play inside to out, I think. But, you know, that doesn't mean we're playing like 1950s George Mikan, <laughs> you know, low post basketball. He, you know, Dickinson's a terrific passer, really good passer. He's versatile, too. Kind of, you know, in many ways, like like uh, Filipowski is. And, and that's what makes both those teams so formidable is, you know, they, they give you a presence that you don't have to play, uh, you know, just with block to block. And so, it, with, with good reason, uh, they, they were talking to Harris, DeJuan Harris, who's the terrific, you know, uh, uh, um, assist man for Kansas. And he said, in the practices, he thinks Dickinson might have more assists than he does. Wow. you got a big man who not only is able to pass that well, but is willing to pass that well. Boy, does that make your defense that much tougher because you can't just go in and say, listen, it goes in there, we're going to double him while the ball's in the air, just run at him. You do that to Dickinson, he's like, fine, I'll find. I got, like you mentioned earlier, they got shooters. He'll find those guys, and he'll take five, six, seven, eight assists, and that's going to make it all the more difficult to defend uh, Bill Self's team. They're they're really good. I mean, they are number one for a reason. But, uh, you know, again, get some answers tonight. They haven't really been tested their first two games, so let's see how they respond tonight. Real quick, Bobby, before we let you go to get ready for tonight's Champions Classic doubleheader, I want to go back to something you said about how James Madison, they had men that went to Michigan State. I believe more than ever before, there's so many good players that in the transfer portal, it is hard not to get your club ready but to know how to scout and how to go after these guys. What are your thoughts on that? I think that we are in a weird set of transition here. Uh, You're right, but everybody fell so in love with the transfer portal, and you got two guys today, and I know you don't want a long answer on this, but it was interesting because I was a little taken aback. Mm -hmm. Tom Izzo is not using the transfer portal. No. He's doing his thing. He's getting what he likes to call OKGs. You know what that is? Our kind of guys. Right. That's what he wants. And he wants to recruit those kind of guys. Kentucky, John Calipari's gone back to that now. You mm-hmm. know, remember after he felt like the criticism was his team was too young and you need, you know, experienced players. And now he's gone back to just trying to get the best young talent and let the chips fall where they may. So, uh, but also, as Izzo pointed out, he said they played one of their exhibition games where he had, he looked out on the floor, he had literally one of his freshmen who was 18 playing against a guy who was 25. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. The he was 25 years old. I mean, how much of a physical difference is there between a 25-year-old man and an 18-year-old kid? So I don't know where the answer is, except that if I can sum up kind of the answer in your own question, which is, you know, the scouting may be the only way to negate that because there's no way you can come up with a general rule anymore that this team, oh, they're in X league or Y league, they're a mid-major. They may have 24 and 25-year-old guys who are playing their sixth and seventh years of college basketball. They may be ready to step up against any Power 5 team in the country. So the matchups are very, very interesting, and it's going to be interesting to me to see how NIL fits into this and how the transfer portal fits into the blue blood programs like this, what they do going forward. 
you know, John Shire's got a definite game plan. He wants a certain amount of returning players to go with the really high-profile freshmen. So, I don't know. It's going to be, as the cliche goes, more than one way to skin a cat, apparently, as we go forward. It is a State Farm Champions Classic. Right after we're done at 6.30 Eastern time, doubleheader from the United Center, Chicago, Illinois. Number 9, Duke taking on number 18, Michigan State. In the second game, number 17, Kentucky versus number one Kansas Bob Valvano ESPN College Basketball Ans will be on the call hit him on Twitter at ESPNV show hey Bob always a pleasure catching with you my man enjoy the games and I will talk to you soon right back at you guys pleasure to be with you yeah, great stuff by Bob Valvano and it, it's amazing I, because I do college basketball games for Sacred Heart University NEC front row and coaches always talk about more than ever before with super seniors that have been there for a long time but this is going to be the last year of that well, all the pandemic and everything else, getting that extra year from the NCAA, Harry, this is going to be the last year of that. So now it's going to get really interesting where you're going to have people not old, old, old playing college football and college <laughs> basketball out there. Like you said, you got grown men out there, 25 hey, years of hey age, man, and super it's, seniors. It's, it's hard. You got a 26-year-old out there competing with an 18-year-old, uh, man. Yeah, with a wife and two kids, and he's yeah. trying to make sure that scholarship whole, pays for everything. A whole damn family. <laughs> so I can't wait to see how that all of a sudden, I don't want to say levels the playing field, but it's going to dilute it in a good way because now you have to really rely on players that are going to be there for four years. You hope they're going to be there for four years or three years, and they're not going to be these super seniors having a family of five out there playing college basketball. Now, when we were just talking to Bob, right, Bob Vaveno, uh, we heard some music being played in the background. You were I'm just, and I'm just wondering, man, I'm pretty sure like Bob is in that thing jamming too before he came <laughs> on with us, and as soon as he got off, he's probably jamming again before tip-off. So you're basically saying he's doing the move in the end zone like the NFL players been doing all year? Yeah. Like, kind of that whole thing. Two hands up two towards hands. his body. Exactly. Swaying from left to right. Uh-huh, yeah. Do your thing, Bob. Yeah. Don't let nobody tell you different. <laughs> Bobby V, man of the people, also breakdancer. Who knew as far as that goes when it comes to Bob Valvano. At halftime of the Champions Classic, by the way, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together with Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. We're going to have the Cosball Playoff rankings for this week. Plenty of people wondering what's going to befall Michigan because they won their game against Penn State. They get a chance to play on the road against the University of Maryland for the end of their season against the Ohio State University, trying to beat them for the Thursday year. That game is going to be in Ann Arbor, Michigan. As of right now, here are the latest rankings from last week when it comes to college ball playoff rankings. you got the number one team in the country. That is, of course, the, Georgia, the, uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Georgia number two, Michigan three, Florida State four, Washington, Oregon on the outside looking in. I don't think the rankings are going to change even though Georgia was able to win a game against a ranked team compared to Ohio State. But based on what they've done so far the first two weeks, Harry, Georgia should be number one because they play so much of an emphasis on Ohio State beating two teams at that time in the top 25. Georgia, the same thing. And they didn't struggle against that team, Missouri. They struggled a little bit, but Ohio State struggled against a Rutgers team that's not anywhere near the top 25. Yeah, I would say back-to-back weeks for the University of Georgia. At the time, Missouri was ranked 12th in the country, and then at the time last week when they played Ole Miss, they were ranked ninth. And that game wasn't even a contest last mm-hmm. week. And then the game against, uh, excuse me, uh, Missouri, they found a way at the end. Their defense really stepped up, got two crucial turnovers, and they finally won that one by 11. I think the thing here also that you have to look at if you're the committee is that Brock Bowers came back. But also yep. that run game, how effective it was, mm-hmm. and how Carson Beck is playing as a quarterback for the University of Georgia. I thought two, uh, going into last weekend, the two most complete teams were Michigan and also um, the University of Georgia. I still feel that way. I think Georgia needs to be number one this week mm-hmm. based off how they beat the Bricks off number nine Ole Miss. 
We shall see. But either way, the college football playoff rankings at halftime of the Champions Classic, although I will give the committee credit for this. They said whatever's going on outside of Michigan football is not going to change their thinking. They're focusing on what have they done on the football field. I wonder how much of that win without Jim Harbaugh, who found out that he was not going to be coaching this team less than 24 hours before that noon kickoff on Saturday versus Penn State. I wonder how much of that will influence the minds of the voters, saying, man, they went on the road, had all this going on, they were able to win that game, they were able to run the football, did not throw a pass in the second half. I wonder how much of that could say, all right, we got to give them a little bit of credit, even though all these allegations and all these clouds are swirling around Michigan football. Well, I'll be honest with you, I think it's more than a little bit, little bit of credit that they have to give the Michigan Wolverines. Right, if that game's in Ann Arbor, then that's a different ballgame. Now, Penn State still uh, was a top 10 team in the country, mm-hmm. but you went to College um, Station. College Station, right? Happy Valley. Happy Valley. State yeah. College. Yes. State College. There you go. Yeah. I get them mm-hmm. and Texas A&M mixed up all the time. Yeah. You, 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 Texas A&M you has a lot ha- more money than Happy Valley. Well, Ask Jimbo of, Fisher. You, <laughs> right about that. Don't worry. We're going to get to him at some point. Oh, yeah. No doubt. I'm going to get on old Jimbo. Overrated. <laughs> I'm going to get on Jimbo. I think but did. I will say this, um, when it comes to Michigan, they have an opportunity. They have to go on the road again in back-to-back weeks. They, they're right. going against Maryland this weekend. And if they're able to get a victory at Maryland, even though Maryland, I believe, is 6-4 and four at the time, but it may be 5-4, and four, Maryland at one point was playing excellent football. Remember, yep. they, they were in a dogfight with Ohio State before Ohio State late in that game really started to take things over. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how Maryland's going to come out. Talia Tagovailoa, uh, Tua's little brother, he's the quarterback there. They have a receiver on the outside that's blazing fast, Locked in at 22 miles per hour last week. Wow. So I want to see how this game is going to fare out and how the committee is going to view it as well moving forward into the, the um, showdown between, uh, between Michigan and Ohio State. Harry Douglas, Freddie Cohen together and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Each and every night about this time, we give you a little something, something. That's always something that could be news-related in sports or news-related comes to news. Either way, we make sure you're caught up like this. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. When I found out about this information, I said to myself, where do I go with this? And I figured, might as well share with everybody else. According to PeopleMagazine.com, Kansas City Chiefs superstar quarterback Patrick Mahomes has confirmed He's worn the same underwear for every NFL game since his rookie year. He says, as long as I'm winning football games, I'll keep the superstition going. That's what he told Peyton and Eli Manning, part of the Manning cast last night during the Broncos and Bills game. And for those who are wondering, and I know you are, he says he does wash them. When it comes to wearing his favorite uniform and underwear. Because that was the one question I had. So please tell me that those things have, you know, have hit the washing machine at least a couple of times. Well, they won't get worn down because if you're only wearing them from game days, right, mm. that would be – at some point it was only 16 games for Patrick Mahomes and then the playoffs and, you know, they went long. But mm. then the offseason they just sit there, right? You don't wear them yeah. until the next season comes back around. So, Are you speaking from experience? Well, um, <laughs> I was picky about a lot of things. I used to eat the same exact meal oh, yeah? uh, every game no matter what. what. What meal was that? So it was three eggs scrambled soft with cheese, okay. about six pieces of bacon, okay. some toast, some cereal, some fruit, right. and a bagel. Okay. What kind of bacon? Turkey bacon? Oh, no, 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 no. At that time, it what? wasn't turkey bacon at all. But did the pork? It was crispy. Oh. Chris- it had to be crispy. Now, I was going to ask, is, does your bacon have to be crispy? Or no, that's a must. Okay. That's you, a must. You're a man after my own heart. It, it, I, if people don't eat bacon crispy, they're not living right. <laughs> 
living better than those pigs. Soft bacon is bad bacon. <laughs> living better than those pigs, those sacrifice <laughs> for everybody's meal. So, Harry, you had the same food routine in the morning regardless of the game time. So if it's yep. a 1 o'clock kick, 4.30, yeah. 8, still the yep. same thing? Ate the same thing for breakfast this, every, uh, every time. Yeah, it's funny. I've never been superstitious about anything. I don't worry about black cats walking in front of me, walking on the ladders. The one thing my wife and I, where we can't, we have to walk on the same side of the pole, can't walk around the pole. I've never believed in superstitions. I don't criticize well, it, but I just never believed in those kind of things that doing the same thing as a lucky charm kind of situation. You know, a thing on game day for me too, I didn't, I didn't like talking to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, my family, they would text me. I, I didn't really like talking on the phone okay. because I was so locked in. Sure. The, the one, I think the one person that I would talk to really was my brother. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Harry, I got that. Back to the bacon. Like You don't like the Canadian bacon, like thick bacon? C- no. No, I don't no, think that'd okay. be for him. No, that's more ham. Yeah. yeah, that's more exactly. ham than anything yeah, I thought else. Like that. Yeah, not at all. But put it this way: if Harry ever wins a bet, I mean, it, it man, ain't nothing wrong with you know the mm-hmm. bacon being thicker than two Snickers. I'm just gonna leave that alone and just gonna move on to this. Now, as bad as the Buffalo loss was last night for the Buffalo Bills, bacon not included. Why is Shannon laughing? Because because you do this to Shannon all the time. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at Dev, man. Why, why are you laughing at Dev? Why are you laughing at him? Why are you laughing at me? Yeah, exactly. Come on, Shannon. Speak I just, on like it. just just check it on, on, on Harry's preference with bacon. That's all. No, that, that, that's something else. All right, fine. You're not going to tell us. Fine. As, as bad as the Buffalo Bills loss was last night, losing that game to Denver Broncos, it was a lot worse for this man. Why? Because it's Florida. Now they continue to take huge bets on games. One better placed two one million dollar bets on the Bills that cover the first half spread, which is a, a point and a half minus one twenty. And four and a half minus 196. Buffalo won the first half by five points. Or more would have won him $1.34 million. Instead, after James Cook phoned on the first play of scrimmage, they never held the lead. He lost that $1 million in the first half. And then by the field goal at the end, he lost $2 million. What? On the Buffalo Bills yesterday. Got to be more careful. Hey, if you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no name, unfortunately. I was looking for his name, <laughs> believe me. I, when you lose $2 million... I wouldn't you you would never find me. You would never ever find well, me. Well, I would say like two million you losing two million dollars. I don't care how much money I have. Well, I'm disappointed. I I yeah, am two million, two million. I am I don't nobody talk to me the rest of the night. <laughs> no one. That's funny. That's just that's funny. <laughs> Harry's in a different tax bracket when he loses a million, he's disappointed. He's disappointed. If I lose a million, I don't know. I'm not I'm more than disappointed. is <laughs> like, I'm gonna to go to the nearest bridge, swan dive, it's over. <laughs> well, shucks, I guess that's a million loss. Gosh, we say Dev, I'm disappointed. Golly gee, gosh darn it, a million dollars out of my bank account. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh well, we're gonna have to do without food this time. By the way, the best fan of the month, or should I say the worst fan of the month, both are brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season, or Harry losing a million dollars not blinking without the delicious ice-cold taste of a Dr. Pepper. It is the one that fans deserve. We'll do it again tomorrow, Harry. I'll have a good one, brother. We'll do it again tomorrow here on Freddie yes, Harry. Yes, sir. So you take care. God bless, and as always, keep cool. But coming up next, doubleheader the Champions Classic Live from United Center in Illinois, Duke, Kansas, also Michigan State, as well as Illinois. That's next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app.
The Freddie and Harry Podcast.